0: Sive right, Morse, kind of an and this is, this week in car audio. Tune in, tune in, tune in, tune in, tune in. This week in car audio, audio. Tune in, tune in, tune in. What we talking about bass? i talking about chips, talking about rings. You ain't got them zip your lips. Uh, you got a problem you ever found, check your grounds. show show about to start, start. Tune in, tune in, tune in, tune in. Tune it, tune it, tune it, tune tune
1: this week car audio, Yeah, yeah. Tune it, tune in this week car audio.
2: Welcome to this week in car audio with your
1: host, the judge, Doug Stockton and his co-host guapo mr internet and all that other <laughs> stuff he's doing i mean that guy has done so many live feeds it is ridiculous
2: that wasn't me that was my uh, alter that ego that was your
1: alter ego yeah, That huh? was my
2: alter ego that wasn't me so whatever you saw whatever you heard there might have been a disclaimer in there somewhere so <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: asterisks
2: a little bit of asterisks exactly
1: <laughs> yeah so let's see. I got my, let's see if my, um, boom, let's see if my uh, pop out works this time. All right. So, Jeffrey, world finals was yes. happening. Um, let's see. Hope everybody, let's see. Does it pop up over here? Let's, there we go. There. Yeah, I got it working now. Now, let's see. Anybody? No comments over on the Facebook side yet. I'm just double checking, make sure. To think. Oh, there's Facebook right there. Evening, guys, from Mario. All right. Oh, so yeah. So uh, thoughts and whatnot on uh, World Finals since you're just back from that.
2: Oh man, I I think we're still there, right? We still got our shirts on. We still got our <laughs> 25th anniversary uh, World Final T-shirt. So I think we're still living it.
1: Uh, that was Somehow I mean, it was really cool. They <laughs> g- gave us these uh shirts for world finals, you know. Uh that ev- actually jersey that yeah. everybody got.
2: Right. Not only they gave it to the judges, but yes. it was included in the swag bag. I know some of you guys had just purchased like the swag bag that got you all the goodies. This is the shirt that came with it. And I think Celise is still selling these shirts on uh DB drag, right? On uh dbdrag.com shop. Yep. And yeah, like, I—I yeah, not so, Uh,
1: I think they were fifty. They were thirty yeah. or fifty. I don't remember. Um, and uh, for you guys that weren't there, definitely, you should be having FOMO.
2: Man, they you missed did miss out. out.
1: The competitor <laughs> party was off the hook. Uh, I think,
2: uh, yeah, I don't think Wayne um, live streamed that part, so y- you guys missed out definitely on the party.
1: <laughs> yeah, there were lots of pictures uh, from there and all that. Um, <laughs> we saw some uh, really cool uh, stuff, some cards you don't get to see every day. Bo Born timing in, they are nice shirts. Um, oh, and yeah. if you do purchase one, purchase one size smaller, because uh, the size you think you are these shirts run a little bit big really um, oh yeah th- this is an excel and it's hanging off my shoulders <laughs> and i ain't that small yet
2: i had to go up in size which is kind of weird but really i guess it just depends where you fall on the spectrum
1: <laughs> yeah um so you know some of the new things we were seeing some of the boxes and whatnot um speaking of which um i know you have this app on your uh phone you actually pulled it up the other day um <laughs> yeah and uh so our guest this week is uh thomas van and uh thomas why don't you introduce yourself tell us a little bit about, about about your app and while he's doing that jeffrey um you t- ask asking questions i've got to grab my phone so i can share to a bunch of uh places real quick so i'll be right back so tell All us right about then. your app and stuff all
0: right. Well, thanks for having me on, guys. Now, Guy, um, it's I've I honestly haven't heard of the podcast until I was tagged a couple weeks ago, and then I started tuning in. It's it's pretty neat. See what you guys do here. Um, he I was talking with him, uh, Doug, a little bit earlier, and he said you guys are all about the you know, the positivity of car audio and trying to bring more people into it. That's really really cool oh, what yeah. you guys are doing. So
2: mm-hmm. so,
0: so. Um, but, yeah, so as far as me, uh, my name is Thomas. Uh, I go as Thomas Van. It's actually Thomas Van Slambrook, but it's really long, and Facebook hasn't maybe changed it yet, so we kept get it short. <laughs> um, and I am the developer. No, wait, wait, of- so
2: it's uh, Thomas Van Slam?
0: Th- yep, Thomas Van Slam. <laughs> Thomas Van Slam. Thomas Van Slam. I
2: think I, think, I think I like that better than just Thomas Van. I like Thomas <laughs> Van Slam.
1: Might That's kind of a that. cool name, huh? You'll, ha- you'll have to change it. <laughs> Especially for a stereo guy
2: yeah right. it's like perfect
0: I, in college someone told me I should be a hockey player with that last name the band Slambrook I should be on the back Man of the jersey <laughs>
2: alright so go ahead continue sorry about that
0: no you're good um, so <laughs> yep I uh, I made the ultimate car audio app uh, I started it I think back in like 2015 is when I first released a free version of it um, and I just I was in college going to school for IT and I just wanted to learn how to make an Android app so I sat down with a six pack and I learned how to make an Android app Um, and then over a hundred thousand downloads later, that free version still exists, but hasn't been updated since I think 2015 or 2016. But uh, I have a paid version now for uh, it's a dollar 99 now on both iOS and Android. And the only reason I went to pay for it is because Apple makes me pay an annual subscription just to be a developer. (laughs) So because of you, Apple users, now everybody has to pay, <laughs> uh, but oh, it's, but it's that wow. expensive
1: dollar okay. 99.
0: It is. You'd be surprised the amount of people who complain about it. I get really? emails probably at least once a week, someone saying, you know, I, I bought this on an old phone. It didn't transfer. Can you send me, you know, can you send it to me? Or, um, you know, I used it, didn't do what I wanted to. I you know, I want do a refund. <laughs> oh, I've had a lot of people, I, I ended up seeing like, Oh, I've got the APK for it. If you want, I can send it to you. You know, like trying to like basically bootleg the app. Like, dude, it's a dollar ninety nine. You're you're running a twenty five hundred watt amplifier, but that buck ninety nine is gonna kill you. Yeah. I'll, I'll PayPal you if if you really want me to. So.
1: I'm just saying that's the same thing he told me. He goes, well, before you know, so you can understand and look <clears throat> at the app before we uh, do the podcast. He goes, why don't you? Uh, why don't you download it and if you need the money back, I'll PayPal you the $1.99. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's a free trial, right? Or, or not, yeah. a paid trial. <laughs> a paid
1: trial. A yeah. paid trial. So, um, so. And, the, and the idea for, for me personally was, he goes, is that what you understand the app uh, before we do the, the podcast? And I told him, I says, well, I, I actually explained to him today. I didn't want to know and understand the app prior to the podcast because... This way, I could ask questions that would pertain to somebody that doesn't know it or doesn't understand it and uh, for the because of that, um, maybe you know it give me a, a different perspective of maybe some of our users or our watchers that haven't used it and, and it, it may pop questions that I would think would be common knowledge to somebody that would use it, but a, um, one of our uh, viewers might not have you know, But might not have that uh, or might have that same question. Sure. So, so, uh, like I said, I had to go get my phone. Um, Did I miss uh, anything? I heard you were in college and you did an app. As a matter of fact, uh, I took um, computer programming as my uh, foreign language in college also.
0: What language in programming? Uh we did Gia?
1: C plus plus. Gotcha. Oh JavaScript. Sorry, JavaScript. Which, gotcha. you know, is based in C plus plus. So um anyway, so I built a poker program with characters and everything. I mean it looks very similar to what you like if you go on to Zenga Poker. Um it looks looked very, very similar to that. And uh, you know, this is a uh freshman sophomore level class and uh, so i turned it in that was my final and um the teacher goes um yeah you didn't design this i said yeah i know she goes who designed it for you and uh i i have a friend of mine um yeah people texting me calling me anyway um uh i had a friend of mine he works for um not EA Sports. What's the other one? There's another it's big one. In the one. game, huh? Wow. <laughs> I said it's in the game. Uh, you know what? It might be. It, it's yeah. He worked for EA Sports at the time, and he was a developer. And I told him what I was doing, and I sent him my code. And he goes, "I'm gonna fix that." And he sent me back the entire project. <laughs> well, well, he kept my code in it. Be the logic was my code, which was gotcha. essentially what the final was, was the logic. But he added in you know um being that he worked for EA he already had the code written for the graphics the people all that stuff was already written so he just cut and pasted and threw it in and then sent it back to me and so yeah so i failed my uh final for plagiarism
2: <laughs> plagiarism yeah and,
1: and uh but the thing was is the whole idea behind javascript is it's all open source similar to what he was doing with his um with the um Android, right? That's why that's why Android apps are easier to develop is because they are open source and um, makes it easier to get it on the platforms and to and to troubleshoot and that kind of thing. Um, well, Apple makes things more
0: complicated in general with everything. They do. So with Android, it's 25 bucks, and you have a lifetime license, and you can be a developer, make anything you want, or you could have an APK sent it to someone. With iOS, like I don't I don't have a Mac. I had to get a Mac, but in order to even upload an app to an app store, you had to export it from a Mac specifically. There was like an app only client, or you could pay $5 to have like a web service to it. But they just they just make things super complicated. So and I get it, you know, it's uh it's a security thing and they want to keep, you know, scammers off their platform, but it definitely makes things
1: complicated. Okay.
2: It's a little interesting. You said, so you, you sat down, okay, you're in college, six pack, and then you just sat down in front of a computer and then you just created this Android app, right? I think that's a lot. That's probably pretty much how a lot of the apps get developed, right? Is that pretty much the life of a developer, an app developer? <laughs>
0: yeah, I'd say so, especially, I mean, you can go work for a company and they can hand you, be like, all right, I want you to do this. And then you just sit there and you do it. Um, but I think there's a lot of uh, developers and people in IT that are just, they're just curious. Um, so they just kind of go out there and do it. And I'm sure most of the code nowadays you can find, you know, on, uh, on the internet anyway. So if you have a question up, let's just Google up, oh, this is what I need to do. Um, so, yeah, I just kind of sat down and I learned how to make one. It was in, uh, it was in Java uh, which was the native Android right. language using their Android studio. Um, and you can have uh, your code here, a little live view here in an emulator and you just kind of, kind of truck along and so yeah i I did that first version it was pretty simple i don't even know if i have the the free version on my phone anymore but oh i do um (laughs) cool so it just had like a couple things like a couple box calculators a tone generator um some subwoofer wiring it was pretty simple and not that my paid one is a lot more complicated but every new feature i just added the pay one for now
2: well Um, then um so you you okay we're thinking about developing an app what was the the reasoning behind it or, or what was why did you want to create
1: a yeah, uh, speaker model to make our audio app? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Did you gotcha. feel the need to do it or was there something that kind of was like, hey, man, there's gotta be this easiest, easier way of doing it. Let me just create this app.
0: So I used a lot of when I was building boxes back then, the um the Torres box calculator that Chris made um and that was i don't know if that's still around the torres box calculator if you guys are familiar with it um it was a simple little i I don't know what he did it in or i don't remember what he did uh, but it was a little exe you didn't even install it you just downloaded the exe and you got to type in a bunch of calculations and stuff and it was it was pretty accurate i mean you you know there'd be uh either side to it like oh no it's not the same as win sd well no it's not but it's simple, you, you know, you add your outer dimensions and you add common walls and a bunch of information. And so anyways, that was the computer version of it. And, you know, me wanting to make an app, I'm like, why don't I just try and see if I can make this on, you know, on the Android version of it. Um, so I did, I did, a, there was a lot that I did, but I was always a little bit off and I, I could never really figure out why. So I ended up actually reaching out to Chris and him and I like communicated for quite a while Um, You know, like, oh, well, that's because you need, you know, you know, different common common walls or, oh, you need to uh, calculate for end correction uh, at the end of the port. You know, so there's little features that I didn't know about, you know, when it came to, because I was, I was young. I was in my really early 20s. Um, So I just didn't know. Uh, So he was a, he was a big help on getting that. But yeah, I just wanted a a mobile version of what was already on the computer.
1: Okay. Um, So... Before we get any further here, I want to thank our sponsors once again. Uh, lots of Watts, Beating Up the Block. That's a lifestyle wear. Puns Customs out in <coughs> Michigan. Um, Crossfire Car Audio. And um, Lunsford, no, not Lunsford's. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, it is Stolman Transport, LLC. So if you, guys, once again, if you guys um, have the opportunity to support the people who support the podcast, please support them. Um, just wanted to get back to that. Uh, so speaking of which, so is your box building program ad free and all that too?
0: Yes, it currently is. So the free one, like I said, I haven't updated it since 2015. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm honestly thinking about bring taking the paid one, making it free and just adding ads. Okay. Um, just because there are people who don't want to pay a $1.99, but they will sit through an ad. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, if that's your, if that's your prerogative, I guess, go for it. Um, so I am working on that, but I'm actually re- redoing the whole app, uh, because the framework I was using, it was discontinued. Oh, so okay. I'm doing it in a whole new framework. And so it just, it just takes time.
1: Okay. So, uh, so i i am familiar with uh basebox pro 6. okay so that's what i use to build boxes and if you don't understand numbers that program's worthless because it doesn't spit out anything but numbers right so um it gives you graphs and numbers and if you cannot follow and understand those that program is absolutely worthless to you um what then you got term lab on the other hand, you put in dimensions and whatnot like that. And it actually spits out. You need one piece at 12 inches by 12 inches. You need a second piece at 14 by 62, you know, so it actually spits out a cut sheet for you. And then this is piece a piece a ties into PC, you know, so it does that whole thing. Um, actually Tiffany, uh, Paris out in Barbados she said she just downloaded it on her Apple
2: hey thanks (laughs) oh that's cool let me know what you
1: think yeah um so where does yours fit within that spectrum so
0: when I was talking with you before the show you were saying like one of the things you're trying to do is um like bring more people into the car audio scene and make it more you know kind of user friendly for for new people Mm -hmm. and I'd say that that's a lot of what my app is geared toward um my app currently isn't going to compete with you know the base box pro or the win sd where you can get like you know graphs and all these you know stuff like that um so my app is simple you put in your width your height the depth of the box um if you want to get more complicated you could add extra baffles um you could add thickness of the, every you know all of the wood number of subs the cutout diameter because that includes stuff mm-hmm. um but if you want to just keep it simple you just box width, height, depth, um, your port dimensions, and then it gives you some figures so you can be pretty basic with it, or you can get more complicated with it. Like I said, including sub-displacements, box bracings, um, like I said, number of subs, uh, cause when you cut out a sub, that little space is actually, you know, it's given That's back volume. to the box. Yes. Yes. So, I mean, there's, there's a, a lot, uh, more that can be included. Um, but it's definitely very user-friendly and meant to, you know, help people you know, who are just kind of breaking in. Um, I've been lucky that I've seen a couple box builders reach out and say, hey, you know, I've I actually built a couple customer boxes of this and it, you know, it turned out great, because they're not, you know, they're not chasing tents, they don't need a, you know, a frequency bandwidth to see exactly when, you know, at what frequency they're going to hit it, at, you know, exact decibels, they don't need that. Um, so it works great for that, and I can give um, general calculations like, all right, you're going to see an estimated band, you know, bandwidth of this to this, you know, a quarter octave below up to you know, double double octave right there. So I mean, it it's great for those beginners.
1: Yeah. So I mean, I I, I was at a point with BaseBox Pro where I can literally design the box because it doesn't take into account, um, like I said, it just spits out numbers, right? So it's end user it's 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 definitely it's it's a dumb program the user has to be the smart end of that program right so it doesn't take into account bracing volume it doesn't take into account uh, port length i mean it spits you a number port length right but you don't need the end port calculation like when you have a the end of the port you use the cross section and it extends the length of the port right so stuff like that it doesn't show you unless you know what you're looking for right doesn't sure. remove that volume from the box because once it becomes port it's no longer box volume sure. and unless you know and understand that part you know your subwoofer is not box volume that's your minus that for your so unless you know that base box or yeah i think it's base box pro 6 i think is what it was it might be win isd i don't remember um but anyway the when you you have those things if you don't know the ins and outs of it that information's useless to you um but i had that narrowed down where i could tell you within probably 3 to 4 tenths of exactly what the output was going to be of that box when i put it in my car sure so um
0: i i would like to do an advanced calculator um I, I'm personally am not knowledgeable enough to know if I type in all 27 different TS specs, this is in this exact box in this exact car, you know, what kind of, you know, what you're going to get. Um, I, there's gotta be some sort of mathematical formula to an extent. I mean, it's SPLs, a certain level of it doesn't actually make sense, but, um, (laughs) I, uh, you know, I'd, I'd love to be able to do that. I'm just I'm just not knowledgeable enough. So if you know anybody who can do that, you know, I'd love to work with them and, and get that figured out.
1: So if you want to know somebody that can do that is Nathan Munson. Um, oh, OK. He, I don't know if you know Nathan or not. I've done some web work for him. <laughs> some what work? Oh, web work. Web work. Oh, dude. Uh, Nathan's one of the smartest dudes I ever knew. Right. Yeah. Um, but he's super real world smart. Right. Right. Uh, Let's see Gary Killian chiming in. I'd like to thank uh, one of your sponsors Stolman transport generously donated The balance needed to take care of my mother's cremation. I can't thank him enough. Oh, by the way, yes uh, for you guys that don't know um, Killian's uh, mother passed away. She had been um, uh, She had mental issues, uh, dementia, I believe and she would go off wandering and and you know, Gary would be posting online, hey, has anybody in town seen my mother? She's out again. Um, so, uh, on a good note, not that that's good, but he won't have to worry on that thing anymore, and I'm sure his mom's in a much better place from where, you know, from where she had, her quality of life was at the, towards the end. Um, Gary was at World Finals. He did a great job. But like I said, um, talk to... Munson, he could help with that a lot. But I will tell you uh the um using the quarter wave theory, I don't know if you're very familiar with that or not.
0: I've I, heard of it. I'm not super versed with it.
1: Okay. So it, it's I'll write pre- it down. <laughs> so it's pretty simple, right? Here here's the short version of quarter wave theory. For a complete wave, it goes up and then to the center again. That's half the wave then goes down, and then center again. That's one complete wave, right? Sure. So from here to peak is a quarter of the wave. So that distance right there from the back of the subwoofer, through the box, out the port, and to where the mic is, if you can tune your box, your subwoofer, and the vehicle itself to that distance, that is how you get loud. in a just out of the box thing. Quarter wave theory, we used it, got loud real easy. You can be super efficient, get super high scores. So um just a suggestion.
0: So you really gotta know your car though, too. It's not just like a no in the box. Well, you
1: just need to no know distance. Okay. Right? I I mean I have a tape measure. Remember I'm an idiot, right? So I tell <laughs> everybody I, I always want to be the stupidest guy in a room. That's, that's one of my favorite things about hanging out with D.B. Don and Nathan Munson, right? is I'm way easily the stupidest guy in the room. So, um, But, yeah, it, it's, just, it's a tape measure. You measure the wave. Boom. Where's it going to go? It's going to bounce off this wall. Then it's going to bounce off this wall. Then it's going to bounce off this wall, right? Um, because, like you were saying, with the port, also with the port, right? It's the center of the port. It's not mm-hmm. the edges that you're measuring from
0: man that not, messed me up for years <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: yeah so when you're looking at the effective length of a port it's down the center it's not along the edge it's yeah. not the total width of the whole thing it is just down the center so that's how and, you it, and it changes
0: with your common walls too it does um, like uh I think that was one of the issues with the RE box calculator because RE Audio, they had a box calculator and I'm pretty sure only the three common walls was like the really accurate one. But once you got into to the three and the two, you know, you, you didn't really, you saw a lot of discrepancies. Um, so learning that, you know, oh, the, the port splits in the back. Well, you know, now you've got to, you know, change your length and everything too. Right. Um, so that kind of, that was a learning curve too also. So, I mean, it's been, it's been fun. I learned a lot about it and I kind of got fascinated by the science behind it. You know um i mean like my first my first box i'm pretty sure had two two like three inch holes drilled in the top of a sealed box and it's called ported okay. so i mean coming from that to you know learning how to actually make a box you know it's it's kind of neat
1: um but, actually so just i mean i know you're not a long time you just actually tuned in a couple of weeks ago for the first time and saw it because your name got posted on there and somebody tagged you um but uh so we've talked about uh, back when i started car audio i took a realistic which is the uh radio shack b- version of subwoofers right and i took a realistic i literally made a wedge that the subwoofer barely fit into i mean it was just bigger than the sub just bigger than the sub and it was like two inches on top and ex- the exact i needed on the bottom so when i put the subwoofer in the bass the motor didn't hit the back of the box okay so that's how big it was. And I heard if you put a hole in it, it makes it louder. So I took a one inch hole saw and stuck a couple of holes in the side of the box to make it louder. And that was, you know, that's what I learned that, yeah, that's not exactly how a port works.
0: It shakes my mirror now. It's pretty cool.
2: <laughs> so. Um, there's a comment here from uh tanya and mike oh, yeah. jones uh-huh. uh says here i'm not sure if it's uh tanya or mike who who added the comment but uh, they wrote i use it it's accurate and allows me to play around with the airspace and tuning i use the paid app yeah,
0: so thank you, Tanya and or Mike for uh, purchasing Appreciate it. <laughs> I wonder um, if it's
2: Mike Jones. There's a pretty uh, famous Mike Jones who's uh, an installer, I believe in um, Texas, Texas Lubbock area. I wonder if that's him. Hmm. But uh, anyways. <laughs>
0: uh, but yeah, so one of the neat thing about it being relatively simple is, like like he or she said, uh, you can just uh, change, change your width by an inch and see how it changes your tuning or, you know, Little changes here and there, just to see. Okay, you know, I, 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 know I have this much space. Let's see how much I can tweak this to still get my optimal tuning. What I'm looking for, my optimal airspace. Um, oh, I'm gonna add an extra inch. Holy cow, the box grew insanely. Well, that's because it's super deep. So it's kind of, it's kind of makes it easy for that. So,
1: yeah. Um, you know, a lot also, um, a lot has to do with uh the port your tuning also has to do with box volume right so they're in direct relationship to each other uh volume and uh, port length for tuning so like you were saying when you add that one inch you might have to add a proportional amount of box so you might have went from 2.3 cubes uh from an outside dimension to like 2.6 to make up for that extra inch width of port Um, but then you look at these walls so does your calculator work with walls also
0: uh if you picture a wall as a big ported box sure um <laughs> i had a i guess it's it depends on what you mean by wall okay so um, i do have i think i added a just like a general like port length calculator like if i have this much kind of like what you see on um is it the 12 com, where you can just add like your uh, net volume, you know, and what your optimal tuning is. And it kind of gives you a port length. I mean, people can use that, but if you just think of a, you know, if you've got a four, uh, four 15s and a flat wall, it's just a big ported box. So if you look at it that way, then yes, it can be used. Um, I, I want to add like a fourth order, uh, and a sixth order bandpass option on there. They're kind of on my list, um, that could kind of help, but again, you know, if you think of a wall, as a big ported box, then you could, you know, do the fourth and sixth order options
1: so so you currently do have fourth order and sixth order options on there
0: it's something i'm currently working on like i'm developing so uh
1: what about horns uh have you looked at those at all
0: i i have what is it see here i've got a quarter wave t line but that's it i don't have horns so i've got sealed
1: so you already know what a quarter wave is
0: I guess I didn't know the the science of it like oh. you described. Okay. So I I know how to I know how to do math and how to program. So uh, some of the some of the actual audio science behind it kind of fills in the gaps as I go.
1: Okay. Um. Yeah. So I mean, that's the whole theory is you're not, you're you're tuning the port to match the length of the wave, right? That's what a okay. T line is. That's a transmission line. So um uh, we've had uh john nolte are you familiar with john nolte yep so john nolte is another one that may uh be able to help you but i i I mean how well do you know john do you know him really well or
0: um i mean i probably know him much like you know a lot of people through facebook that's that's pretty much it maybe not on a more personal level but
1: so john is a very particular person is a good way to say it um he he's very unique and and when he grabs onto something though i mean he's all in on it uh, i don't know i mean obviously you've seen some of his facebook builds and stuff like that and sure. you know his radial subwoofer and then he did the one with the propeller right um i vaguely remember that one yep yeah so that kind of those I mean like I said so he gets an idea and he grabs onto it and he just really goes after it. So he would be very helpful if you can get him in, interested in it. That's sure. the whole key. <clears throat> if he's interested he will absolutely and he's an engineer by trade. Okay. So I mean he's a, he's a very bright guy.
0: I mean it's nice to have a resource that I could even if it's just a quick question, you know, to shoot a message to a couple different people and Yep. You know, if they have time to
1: respond, kind of thing. So,
0: so that, no, that's good. I appreciate that.
1: And, and Nathan Munson, he's all about the math.
0: Dude, he loves li- the math. I like Nate. He's just a hard guy to nail down.
1: He's he's pretty busy <laughs> these days. You kidding me? <laughs> yeah. And then he has his medical is- issues, you know. Yeah. So, but that those we are... saw Nate
2: this weekend, though, right? What? I
1: did. Yeah, Nate was
2: there. Nate was there at finals.
1: Yeah, we had a lot of the old school guys there. Um, yeah, did you have any aspirations of going to finals this uh, last weekend, Thomas?
0: Um, to be honest, I kind of I'm not super into the SPL and competitive scene. Um, I'd like to sponsor um, more orgs. Like I think I sponsored Mecca for a while, um, but then I just I just kind of fell out of it. Um, but be- between you know the Ultimate Car Audio app and then my actual like audio business, uh, it'd be nice to you know get more involved. Um, it's just everything takes time and it's limited you know <laughs> okay.
1: so, so we've talked about the app um, what about your uh, so what, what's your business then um, so I have I guess four LLC businesses another ca- call from, during the middle of my podcast I mean you can answer that <laughs> if you want it might be
0: nope. it might be bad for you if you don't <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> yeah. did,
2: did that just say the wife yes it did Oh, okay, yeah.
0: Um, so I've got a I've got a couple businesses. Um, the one I'm probably most known for is Explicit Audio, uh, basically just an online uh authorized dealer for a bunch of different brands, similar to like you know JP like Satan, SMD for sound. And and and, stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So it's uh it's more just an online dealer. Uh, but I focus. I, I have a the, I think I was talking with you before the show about how I've remained relatively neutral to a lot of people right um and that's just because i i generally play by rules so even in the about page of my website it says you know i believe in supporting your local dealer go to your dealers if you can't find what you're looking for then check us out you know i I don't like playing the race to zero game game when it comes to violating any map pricings or anything like that there's enough money to be made all around uh that it just it's not worth my time um so i'm i've because of that philosophy, like I've stayed pretty neutral to everybody. Um, and I kind of like that. You know, it's, it's kind of nice. Yeah. Um,
1: Tristan, Tristan in Bridgetown Barbados says, wait, everybody's calling Doug. I better call him now as well. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You can ask Jeffrey always during the podcast. (laughs) I mean, you know, I, I will give him a break today because it is on a Tuesday instead of a Monday. So <laughs> Are you guys normally a Monday show? We do we do every Monday night at five thirty PM California time. The only time that matters. So
2: <laughs> I wonder if there were some people uh looking for the show yesterday and was like, well, hey, what's going on? I, they've been cancelled. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean it could have. Uh but I, I believe most of the people that were uh interested in our show were pay, uh tuned in on Saturday, Sunday for what we were doing. Mm-hmm um and uh so they they all knew that we weren't going to be back you know until until next week so or until tuesday (laughs) um so so you're a retail (laughs) i was looking for it uh oh there you go explicit audio there you go sim oh i figured it was a travel day that is accurate oh yeah um, oh yeah, Jeffrey looked like he was having an awesome time. Uh, like he said, that was his evil twin <laughs> uh, with the sunglasses on. <laughs> uh, I
2: uh, I can't see these. Are these? Uh, uh, that that's on. Oh, is that on YouTube?
1: That's on YouTube. Yeah. Oh okay. Yeah.
2: For some reason, I can't bring that up on YouTube.
0: Uh, that guys have multiple monitors. We can monitor multiple chats.
1: Yeah. Well, I I have. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, Jeffrey doesn't have – well, he uses his phone and watches the Facebook side. But I gotcha. have on my program, it all pulls up onto one page for me.
2: I have it on my uh, iPad here. For some reason, YouTube isn't uh, refreshing oh. newer videos.
1: Got you. Hmm. Okay. Um, anyway, uh, so so you do the resale. Do you have a uh, storefront that you like install out of or anything like that? Not currently.
0: Um, I live in a small town of literally less than 500 people. Um, like I'm in uh, the middle of cow country. Um, there's more Amish in this town than actual. You're you know, in like, Pennsylvania? I'm in Western New York, uh, oh, pretty close to the Pennsylvania border.
1: That's pretty close to Pennsylvania. So,
0: I mean, it's beautiful out here, uh, but there really isn't that kind of market. I'd like to open a shop in, toward a bigger city area. Um, it's just, it's not, I guess, super high in the priority right now. Um, so, no, I'm pretty much online. I do occasionally have some people drop in, but they got to drive like an hour just to just to get to me. So, a lot of times they're like, just ship it to me. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I do that on the retail side. I also do um, so the Ultimate Car Audio app is under one of my other businesses uh, where I do IT consulting, anything from web development, social media management, uh, app development. Um, I've actually done web work for a lot of people in the car audio world. Uh, I've done it for okay. like coleman at ct sounds i've done some from rusty at dc uh you mentioned nate i've done some from him i've actually done work for 1320
1: video before
0: um so i've kind of he's
1: out of the car audio industry too he used to be part of this um we were actually going to have him on uh but he's like dude to be honest with you i don't remember those times very well I (laughs) a lot of stuff then (laughs) (laughs) so um yeah i got this little thing from uh it looks like tristan says, Jeffrey, your live feeds for breakfast look like he had a hangover. I almost oh. thought he was in Vegas.
2: You know what? I kind of felt like I was in Vegas. I was having so much fun at finals. It was like nonstop fun. Yep.
1: <laughs> and, and so yeah. I haven't, not um, not that there isn't any negative, but I personally haven't heard a single negative feedback from world finals this year. Right um i don't know if you have jeffrey or not
2: you know what Uh, i was kind of uh looking back on previous world finals and you know compared to those years man those we we had a you know a couple of choice things people had to say about those finals yeah uh problems and such but uh this year's was just smooth you know i think it's just the fact that uh you know it's a 20 it was a 25th anniversary of uh world finals and they brought it back old school where they're, you know, in one location again and they're in a convention center. Uh, it's all indoors. So, you know, I think just, just the, the plan party. Yeah. The competitor party was nice. Yeah. And it was like what we used to talk about Nashville being, you could just step out of your hotel, which was pretty much connected to the convention center where yeah. the event was happening. You can walk down like, uh, what was that street? Uh, fourth street like
1: one fourth and a half block. And, yeah. Well, yeah, Nashville was 4th Street.
2: But yeah. Right. But, uh, you know, here in uh, Owensboro, you can walk down the street and, you know, you're at the competitor party where it was at a, a brewery, right? Yep. So Yeah, it was really cool. I, I think it was like there couldn't be anything that people, you know, had to be negative about. So we kind of just maybe took that out of the equation. So big things going out to... You know Wayne and Salise Harris for make it a, a you know an awesome uh, world finals.
1: Yeah, uh, that was cool. I mean, so, um, so your app would be actually really good for a lot of our like uh, like for a shop. Uh, do you see a big advantage to using your app in a shop, or what? What are your thoughts on something like on a commercial scale like that, where? somebody has to come up with multiple boxes a day type thing
0: yeah so i've actually another part of um the redesign is i i'm also working on a windows version and a a mac version of it also for that exact reason you know they got a shop computer where someone walks in and they just need to you know someone's coming and they want Oh, i need a quote on a box that fits 212s you know and they could just do it really quick kind of thing Uh um so eventually I would like to do you know, cut sheets also. I mean, I have like outer dimension cut sheets, but not like a true cut sheet where it lays it right. down on like a four by eight sheet. So eventually I'd like to, so it could kind of tell you, all right, you're gonna need one sheet, two sheet, you know, red sheet, right. blue sheet, um, just so that they could get an idea of like how much material would go into it. Yeah. Um, so it is something I'd like to do. Um, I just, yeah. it's on the list. <laughs> yeah, so, so
1: speaking of what, I mean like the term pro one, Actually, even lays out a four by eight piece of sheet of MDF, yeah, and puts the pieces on. <clears throat> so mathematically, it uses up the most of the uh, of the sheet that you could possibly use, which is a really right. cool feature, right? Especially for somebody that's on a budget with the. But if you're on a budget, you're probably not paying for Wayne's program. <laughs> Would be my guess. Um, I'd like to make a suggestion to you. There is a bowling app called the paddock p-a-d-d-o-c-k and that guy actually developed that for bowling and he put it on his iPad and the customer will come in and literally use that and he would they would design the layout of where the ball was gonna be laid out and the pro shop owner can just take it look at it put the measurements on the bowling ball and, and cut it instead of sitting there and discussing uh, not that it's bad for them to discuss, but uh, like some of these pro shops, they uh, you know when they're talking to a customer, they make zero dollars. And some at least out where I live, so a lot of these pro shops will have ten, twelve balls they got to drill. Well, each one of those balls represents seventy-five dollars for them. So when they're talking to a customer, they're not making that seventy-five dollars that's sitting right sure. there. And so they can say customer hey here's the iPad they have it set up and they go all right I want to use I want a ball that does this and they put that in the in the program and it says if that's the what you want the ball to do this is how you lay it out and this is the type of ball you need and then he can turn the app over and he goes all right I need a ball with an RG of this which is their bowling numbers of how to they weigh the bowling balls I need an RG with a cover stock and boom, and he picks up the ball, puts it on there, and it it literally removes an hour of time with the customer. So he could drill two to three bowling balls, making you know hundred at one time, you know he's making a, what's that hundred or two ten dollars and and the customer gets to decide exactly what they want. and they can they can take that and they can tweak the layout and it shows them on a lane what it, the ball's going to do. So that's like a, I think a direction kind of you can go with a shop. Like you can say, hey, you know, windy possibly because you got to gear it towards your average person, right? Sure. So you got to say this is a windy design. This is a loud design. You know, get, break it down into categories like that is would be my okay. guess. Does that make sense, so Jeffrey, to you too? So,
2: um. So- I think so. I mean, um, you can always give it a shot and see how people like it and yeah, work it out.
0: So I, if I'm understanding correctly, basically what you're saying, customer types in, all right, I want it to be these dimensions for two twelves or something, and it right. gives them a couple different options. Correct. So I think the big part, the big problem you're going to see there is that would require the customer to measure their trunk which I think a lot of times the customer isn't gonna do. They're gonna walk into a shop and they're gonna be like, I got I got this car, I got a Honda Civic and I wanna put two 12s in that blows out my back window. And so I think a lot of the, uh, there isn't a whole lot of interaction, I guess, revolving around the box design. The customer just says, I want two 12s on a 5,000 watt amp and I have $200 to do it and plus I want a custom box. And so I feel like that's more <laughs> the interaction that's gonna occur. Um
1: that, so, that's that's uh, most of the stereo shops yeah. it's exactly that. All right, yeah. I want to be the loudest guy in town. I got two hundred and fifty dollars. Go. That's <laughs> yeah,
2: pretty much a hundred dollars more than what uh, I've <laughs> probably heard. <laughs> right. So
1: um,
0: so I mean it's it's a neat idea and it's something I can play with, making I guess like a front end thing, but um you're almost talking about like having a web form instead of having these websites. Um, like have a contact form. They're saying, you know, on the contact form saying I have two 212s, two this, this, this. Uh, but I'm not so sure it would pertain to the box itself. Okay. Uh, or to the app itself, excuse me. Um, but it's something I can look at. I wrote at the pa- I wrote the paddock down so I yeah. can at least take a look at the app and kind of see what they have. Yeah. And I can
1: kind of brainstorm. Yeah, I that. mean, it's just, it's always look good to look at somebody else's work. Just so you, sure. it, not that it, it, I mean, it's a totally different range of stuff that it is. But it's sure. a, that particular app is about math and getting results. And that's right. essentially what you're doing, right? That when you break it down to its bare roots, you're Correct. using math to get the results you want. So, um, you know, and, and for people that don't know, the FS, the VAS, super important numbers uh, for box design. Um, you know, uh, the Q, QTS, right? That's another one. So if you're – there's a handful of numbers you got to have for your subwoofers. And if you don't have those numbers, it makes it really difficult to design a box. So that's probably something you learned when you were doing this too, right?
0: Yeah, I have those figures actually as an option on my sealed box calculator. I've got the FS, the VOS, and the QTC of it. So Uh, it kind of calculates that kind of stuff on the sealed box calc.
1: Yeah. So So, uh, does yours give the relative – spl too or you know like like you were saying when isd has the graphs and the base box pro they have the graph that shows you the spl um does yours do something similar or
0: mine just gives a um estimated bandwidth so yeah, uh, with, uh just in in within 3db um so if you if you say i'm tuning it um you know 32 hertz it's what a quarter octave below and 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 double the frequency above is just a, a general estimated bandwidth so again you know i'm not win sd or basebox pro level you know accuracy here it's to give them a general idea um so and, that, and that's kind of what i went for as opposed to the accuracy i think that you're you're asking about
1: okay no that i mean there's it, it is ultimately it's still just an app right um sure. So there is going to be a learning curve for it. But it is it is going to help you in coming up with uh, at least a general design. Like I, I think we that one person said, you can play around with port lengths, port widths, and what the volume yep. does. And that's really important because if you understand what your total space is, that uh, I thought you said it, if you give it – space constraints it'll work within those spaces right
0: yeah so you put in uh, external dimensions right so yep i i'm 30 i got 36 inches by 14 inches by 20 inches um the wood like i set defaults already so you don't have to add wood thickness it's just set to three quarter inch got you um it's set to you know same with baffle uh, but I separated them too. Uh, so like if you have two baffles, you know you can okay. you can have that listed there.
1: So um, so if somebody says I want this and this and this and they need a box that's four inches bigger than their space uh, does it have like the rolling crying face laughing heads on it or something or it says no, DNE or what <laughs> nothing nothing like that. Um, I have
0: some so like I have a, a port area um, figure on there. Uh, so, you know, like 12, you know, it's just 12 square inches. Um, I have it set. So if it's, if you're in a sealed or excuse me, in a ported enclosure, a slot port enclosure, if it's under eight or if it's over, over, I believe 18, it turns red just to let you know, like you're, you're oh, okay. kind of outside what you're looking for. Hmm. That's, um, that's what
1: when ISD and Basebox does that also.
0: Yeah. Yep. So, and then with Arrow, I think I have it set like six on the low end. And I want to say 16, I can't remember what it is on the high so, end, just because if you, you know, if you've got this tiny, tiny port in this massive box, like it's going to yeah. sound like crap.
1: Right. So, so do you have, it broke out, arrow port, round port, slot port. Yep. So I have a uh, slot port with uh, a bend or how do you have that in there?
0: Uh, so it calculates the bend. Uh, I've okay. got a sealed, I've got a slot, I've got an arrow. Uh, I have, um, what size, like arrows? I said, the court, uh, you put in your own dimensions. Oh, okay.
1: So if they so have you a don't three
0: say, or a four or an eight, they right, you put that in. And the, the reason I did that is because I, um, there was a company that, uh, I forget the company name, they had an eight inch arrow. Yep. This was the eight inch big ass arrow. This arrows. was four inch, so hmm. it was actually a four inch arrow, but because the outer uh right. diameter was eight inch, they were calling it an eight inch. So that's why I didn't put predefined figures. Um, Plus I also account for the width of the arrow. I think I do an eighth of an inch is what I have as a default um, for the port. Yeah. An eighth of an inch for the port thickness of the arrow itself, that extra. um, So like I, I account for all that. I also have um, external port length. So I've got a total port length. You could say 20 and then put in 10 for external because 10 is in 10 is out. Uh, gotcha. so it gives you more space in the box uh, so try to be as, as accurate as I can with that
1: have you looked at ABC boxes personal uh, I have not okay I, I would to understand box building I believe an ABC box is probably the one of the best ways to understand it so um, because what it is is it has three chambers in the box. It's essentially a sixth-order box, but you tune each chamber with different length ports. So it's actually okay. a really cool box design. Um, except for they get really huge. But it, it, if you understand that box design, you, you it gives you a broader range of understanding boxes. Um, okay. Tiffany, uh, once again. Our friends out in Bridgetown, Barbados, definitely. You know what these two, Tiffany and Tristan, they've been part of this show since we started Um, before Jeffrey, when it was just lucky and myself, um, they came right online. Um, But anyway, she goes uh, the lithium calculator on the app looks interesting too. anything about that.
0: Uh, Yeah, so that is actually a kind of sort of recent one and. I don't know if you know, uh, Zin, was it Zin Rashu? I, I think his name is, okay. um, he's pretty big in the DIY lithium world. Uh, but I saw a lot of people talking about, um, cause I had a normal like electrical calculator that included lithium and probably five, six years ago when I originally had it, I think, uh, the life PO4 was like really the only lithium that was being used in car audio.
2: Right. And
0: so it was pretty easy to standardize it. Now you've got, you know, 137 different types of lithiums out there that people are using. And so I worked with him who could give me more, I guess, like a mathematical sense of um, you want your, you know, your discharge rating, your amp hour rating, um, everything like that. So you can use it for lichen cells or LTOs or yinlongs or whatever, you know, whatever you're using it for. Uh, You could just add your C rating, add your amp hour, and it calculates, you know, a general figure of like how much power you can support. So when I put in there, you know, um I, I put a disclaimer on every page because there's always some that complains, no, you could do more. No, you can't do that much. Yes, it's You're just going meant by to be math. A, yes, it's and it's a mathematical figure. Yes. There is, you know, a certain degree of you know accuracy here. Um, so so yeah, the 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 other thing I have on all the power calculators is amplifier efficiency. Uh, <laughs> it's an actual, like you can type in the figure. I thought about just making it like Chinese, Korean, Brazilian, just so it kind of <laughs> took the stupid out of it but, um, for, for amplifier efficiency because um, they all, they're all they all different. Um, yes. But uh, so it's a number you can actually type in. I just have 80, 80% efficiency set as a default. Um, there's always somebody who complains, no amplifier is that efficient. Um, <laughs> again, it's it's meant to be a generalization. So there's a certain degree of, of play either way. Uh, uh,
1: oh, yeah. We, we had a, I can't remember which. Oh, I think it was Nick from incriminator on here and uh i think it was nick that was trying to tell me that he came up with a way to make his amps 91 or 92 percent efficient right. i call bullshit <clears throat> so
0: <laughs> i'm sure I, there's there's a time where it hits that for yeah, that amount of efficiency but true I mean- with, with but, your ohm load changing constantly during yes. music, you're not going to see and,
1: it. And I mean, and mm. the operating temperatures you're going to be using it at, and yep. the the way we are using it, it will never see those efficiencies. Hell yeah, right. to put uh, put you know 32 ohms on it, put it in a sealed box, you know, and let it wang and play a sing a single tone. Yeah, you might see that efficiency. Right. But not in the environments that we do as (laughs) insane competitors and and i will tell you i did not realize you had the lithium on there but i i think in in my opinion right now the way car audio is going that's your gold mine on that i think that's that will sell more people on it than the box building part yeah you kind of have to look
2: for it maybe we should put it on the front
0: Um, it says, um, yeah, it's under electrical calculators. So okay. I'll, I'll move that one to the top, though, of the electrical calculators. <laughs> uh,
1: the app is awesome. The speaker wiring will come in very handy for doing multiple speaker builds and for the new people that are getting into the industry. Oh, so you also have, I take it, an ohm calculator. Basically, you have two dual fours. What can you get out of it and how to put them together like that? Is that an accurate yep, so- statement?
0: So I have single, dual, and even quad voice coil wiring. Okay. Um, I don't think anyone runs quads anymore, but there was, <laughs> was it MTX, I think had a quad voice coil sub for a while. And so
1: Crossfire um, might've, uh, they might've, uh, so that's why Sonic FX might've, DC audio <laughs> might've,
2: uh, I'm just saying. So, but, it it was a pretty popular have. configuration back in the day when you were putting, you know, a, thousand, a pair of bridge amps yeah. onto each right. coil. So I mean I I don't see I I think it just kind of died away with, it's like man uh, I got to get all these amps now so I you (laughs) think you can just probably get what you want with just you know normal regular dual voice coil yeah
0: right I mean you got people that are burping dual voice coil subs with fifteen thousand watt amplifiers I mean don't really need quads at this point per coil yeah (laughs) right Um, so yeah on each on each one I have uh, you put the number of speakers. Um, you put the impedance of each coil, and then I also have how many amplifiers you have. So like mm-hmm. if you've got four subs, they're all dual twos, um, and you've got you know, two amps, it'll it'll tell you like the wattage, or the, excuse me, the ohm load per amp, or yeah, ohm load per amp, whether it's in series, parallel, series, parallel, or parallel series, which does make a difference with uh, multiple subs. And I learned that one, you know, again, later on in, in the app's life also. So, uh,
2: yeah, this is actually the feature that I use on this um, oh. on this app is the speaker wiring. Um, it, someone had mentioned it to me, and um, you know, when someone calls and says, "Hey, you know, uh, I want to run this uh, type of uh, you know impedance configuration on this particular app," which do you? recommend and then i'll say okay how are oh, you running how many woofers uh how um let's see you got a bridge pair of amps or is it one amp that's you know what i wanted to ask you too so when when you have here on your amp it says number of amps is it say like a, a bridge pair that would be considered one right uh yes. amplifiers okay so I wouldn't technically well i guess it could if you unbridged it and then just kind of went to each amp but um yeah, this is really simple and easy to use. When people would call, I'd I pull out the app, punch in the numbers, and we you know mess with the uh, impedance of the coil, two, four, one, point seven, point 0.5, or whatever it is, and then it it automatically spits out uh, the uh, calculations here. Which you know, a lot of times uh, I'm just looking for a number that's going to match the amplifier, and you know that uh, it's not going to be too high or or too low. So definitely, and I like how. You use a little bit of uh, your humor in this uh, this app. So, like you were saying, there's an option here for a quad coil, a quad voice coil wiring. <laughs> it even says here quad one, quad four. Who even runs these? So, it's, uh, it's definitely eye catching, and you know, it's kind of cool for the uh, for the user.
0: <laughs> yeah, when it when it comes to the speaker wiring, like I mean, it ultimately it's not that complicated, um, but it's just it's nice to have a quick reference tool. Um, you know, something like you said, you know, if someone's calling, I need, you know, four, four D2s, you know, what is it, you know, of course I can sit and think about it or try and memorize it, but it's right. just easy just to kind of go up across it. Um, as far as the bridge amp first, like the individual amp, um, I don't know how, I guess I'd word that differently because it does make sense. You know, if you've got a, a pair of bridged amps, that's two amps. Um, so someone might say, I've got two amps, even though they're bridging them together. Um, so I, if you have a, any idea of a better way to phrase that rather than you know per amp or per amp configuration um i'm Mm -hmm. definitely open to that um and then as far as my humor i've got little easter eggs kind of all over Uh, easter eggs like
2: like that yeah that's
0: what that's what i call them Uh, (laughs) that's that's what they're called in games yeah yeah uh so like in the one of them and i'll only say one like in the speaker wiring i think if you add like over a hundred speakers it's like it says like where are you putting all these speakers or something like that ah, uh, okay. so just 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 little things like that uh i thought it was funny so i just added it in there
1: sometimes you got to amuse yourself
0: yeah it's more for me than anyone else
1: <laughs> all right hey jeffrey we're on our hour already sir um i think this was super informative i really um you want to hit them real quick and then we'll do the closing out stuff
2: sure um all right thomas so uh we asked this question to all of our guests um has to do a little bit about the uh, car audio world um more specifically uh bass heads um but we like to ask all of our guests what is your definition of a bass head
0: um i would just say someone who has a passion for it when i was first starting out um i i went to a couple local shows and there was some veterans in the game that just kind of were like you're kind of doing it wrong but here let me show you they kind of like you know take you under your wing and like they were they were nice to you about it and so if you just have a passion for it i think that makes you a base set and if you can find a group of people that that share that same passion and they don't you know they don't talk down to you if you do something wrong they're here to educate you like that's an incredible it's an
1: incredible community to be a part of so definitely
2: a community Yeah. yeah
1: uh jeffrey any last thoughts other than finals was awesome it was a really good time <laughs> did your wife have as good a time as you did though
2: uh yeah she yeah seemed like she did oh yeah yeah she uh was uh taking a lot of pictures um at the event uh i think she did take uh some pictures at the competitor party um <laughs> uh, i know a lot of people were taking videos well so yeah yeah we had a ton of fun um, man, we just can't wait for the next one. So hopefully, uh, <laughs> we get that, uh, going here pretty soon, but, uh, um, wow. So, uh, we saw big numbers at, uh, finals, which, yep. you know, it, it wouldn't be a world finals unless we saw that bar up higher and higher. Right. So, well, I mean, we got to see that, uh, we got to see, especially with like base race, uh, wow. Like the, uh, the heartache and you know the uh just that overall emotion that uh you know when 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 we had jimbo in the lanes right he and we talked about it in the uh, one of the um post uh, shows he he gets into this zen mode where right before each run he he just you know he does that uh breathing technique and we had him display it on the show but yeah just being able to see all of that uh you know it was uh really cool and just uh you know kind of be a part of that you're you're witnessing you know history being made so yeah um it was definitely fun i mean what, what did you think about it doug
1: oh it it was phenomenal um mm-hmm. i had a great time lost my voice towards the end of it obviously
2: um, yeah yeah and you were like sucking down on lemons the whole time trying to <laughs> trying to help your voice hey what well,
1: works works right oh yeah um, oh yeah <laughs> but uh the other thing too is, um, yeah, no, it. I mean, it was awesome. Once again, you know, like mm-hmm. I said, the the raising the bar, the loudest uh, score ever recorded.
2: On right. Meters.
1: That's right. Fir- his first score was the loudest score recorded at a certified event, and then he backed it up with the the loudest um, score period. Right. So uh, RP did that speaking of which I gave I invited RP onto the show for next week he gave me a winky face and I'm not his (laughs) girlfriend Uh, Uh so um, hopefully that means yes I asked him to clarify and he hasn't responded yet so we may have the loudest vehicle on earth on the show next week which would be awesome Um, uh, Tiffany Paris mentioned she loved the jackets so, that was another cool part um, of the did, event. Did you post well. a picture of the judges jacket? I don't know if they saw the judges jackets.
2: I did do a live video uh when uh Wayne was actually presenting that uh, the ja- Well, you weren't there cuz you were you were still at work or something, right? On um, <laughs> that Friday. But uh that Friday night um before we kind of Oh, I saw your
1: kinda, video of it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I did a live video uh before we kind of kicked things off with the uh, pre-judging. Yep. Uh Wayne kind of called us, we were in a little huddle and then you know, to to our surprise, you know, he comes out with these uh, awesome leather jackets uh, that uh, on the back of the jacket, it says, just like the uh, logo here, 25th uh, World Finals. And, you know, we're just we're just kind of floored. So each, each person got their jacket and we got to try it on. And <laughs> uh, you should check out the videos. It was, uh, it was a pretty fun. It time.
1: Was, it was pretty good. Um, and Moses is uh, g- going to be jealous there, right over your uh, right shoulder there. What you got having he- going on there?
2: Oh, uh, is he going to be jealous? He oh, said he's he going to be there. He oh, said he'll be at uh, both of them. Both of them? He's driving <laughs> to Texas, is he? We'll, we'll see. We'll see. It, it might have been uh, some outside influence uh, talking for him. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, so over my right shoulder here, uh, we got two events already on the calendar. Man, these guys don't play around. As, uh, finals was just done. If this is supposed to be like the downtime, right? Yeah, this, I this think is the compression time. The time. That's um, when I was competing back in the day. I I, I went into hibernation after finals and didn't come yeah. out till like till Forbidden Fantasy when you threw the show back in March. So, right. but not not these guys. Uh, uh, Crossfire, Car Audio, uh, Team Girl Hurts, Team Six One Nine. Man, they're just wanting to get the uh, uh, the show the show's going again. It's never too early to get points. And, you know, um, with how the show is structured and, and everything, everybody wants their points. As as, as we were a witness to um, at finals, uh, Moses and Julius going back and forth, getting the points champions in, in, in those formats that uh, they were competing in. So, um, you know, it's just it's just being able to give back to uh, the competitors and, you know, have these shows for them that kind of one up each other yeah that's awesome (laughs) but definitely check it out on dbdragracing.com i talked a little bit about it but uh for you know full uh details and stuff check it out on uh, dbdragracing.com
1: all right and me i got a wedding i got bowling um so the (laughs) month of october i'm flying all over the country so i have no spare time for shows. Uh, come November, my wife's birthday. After her birthday, I may start putting on a couple of shows because, you know, we're here in sunny California, so we don't have weather as an issue similar to Texas, you know. You have your your hurricane season, but. <laughs>
0: I'm in New York. What are you
1: talking about weather?
0: No, we don't <laughs> have it.
1: <laughs> Unlike you Tuesday have- the snow and it's called a Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean we do have weather but it's up in the hills, right? So and we're down here at sea level, you know At least where we do our shows. So um, But other than that, yeah, we just got things going um, uh, Kind of decompressing from world finals mm-hmm. uh, Got a lot of business stuff going on right now, and it's kind of taking a lot of my time up and So but I'm always here every Monday for you guys um, This is great. Like I said super informative from Thomas Thomas, I appreciate yes. you coming on, yes. explaining it. You're not our normal uh, guest, but um, <laughs> we don't always have the same kind of guest. We want to right. show the depth and the breadth of what car audio actually is. And- it was on the
2: suggestion of, of <clears throat> viewers that, hey, we should get uh, you know this guy on the show and Yep. you know, made it happen so thanks thanks for definitely yeah. for being on and you know sharing uh, your story and and i uh, hopefully we got you a couple of downloads throughout the, <laughs> through the <laughs> show today so
0: i appreciate you guys letting me come <laughs> on and uh I've, i'm usually behind the scenes guy so i i don't really do this a whole lot so it's kind of neat
1: it's fun okay so, thanks um so where cool. are they going to download the app or how can somebody follow the some of the stuff you do whatnot tell us that really. um
0: so if you're looking to download the app uh, if you search car audio in either apps in either app store whether it's android or ios i am the first one that comes up uh so you don't have to search too bad for those as far as following me i mean uh people are welcome to add me on facebook i pretty much use my my facebook is like a business anyways you know, anyone's allowed to message me just thomas van on facebook uh they can message any of the bu- variety of business pages i have but uh but if someone's looking to reach out, like I said, just add me on Facebook, reach out to one of you guys, and uh, you know, thanks for letting me ramble for an hour. I appreciate
1: it. <laughs> All right, guys. Once again, we want to thank the uh, sponsor of today's <laughs> podcast. Lots of Watts, Beating Up the Block, Clothing Apparel, Crossfire Car Audio, um, Puns Customs out of Michigan, and Stolman St- 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 Transportation, Man. LLC. Uh, you know, if you enjoy and appreciate the different things that, um, we bring you here, then support the sponsors who support us. Look, Stolman's texting me. Um, uh, dude, he's texting me in the middle of the show. He know he's right here watching the show and he's texting me.
2: (laughs) He's not like in Tennessee driving right now or I I
1: don't know, (laughs) but he's sitting here watching the show and he's texting me. All right. Um, Anyway, uh, you know, support those who support the things you like to do. So with that being said, we like to thank you guys for being in. Thank Thomas. Thank you, El Guapo over there. <laughs> he showed up this weekend for sure. Um, yes. And we will see you guys next week on Monday night, back to our regularly scheduled uh, regular scheduled time at 5.30 California time, the only time that does matter. And uh, we will see you guys next week. Have a good night. Thanks, Take guys. Outro oh, oh.